you're listening to the Student Voice Podcast. I'm Sherlene Brand, Academic Development Tutor for the Learning Development Centre in GSBS. And I am delighted to be joined by Sinead O'Neill from Second Year Graduate Apprenticeship in Business Management Programme. And today we're going to be talking about how she approached the first year risk assignment and how she incorporated feedback into her writing from her first module assignment. So, Sinead, I'm just going to pass over to you. And the first question we're going to have a chat about is what feedback did you receive in your first year that you found was useful to incorporate into your writing of this assignment? Hi, Sherlene. Uh, the first point was to always answer the question. Um, it was a mistake I made in my first assignment where I never concentrated enough on myself and focused more on the work and that was not the question asked. So when it came to doing the risk assessment, I made a point of actually writing down what the question was asking of me um, and then making sure that I had covered every single point that I knew I wouldn't then make that mistake again. I also made sure that I had kind of structured out how I was going to write sourced all the information, ensure that the information that I had um, was relevant and that it was going to be um, easier for me to kind of start writing down the actual essay. But I think the, the key thing is make sure that the, that the question that you're asked is one that uh, you cover every, every angle. I also made a point of not just limiting it to uh, the recommended reading. Um, what I found was that there was lots more information out there um, that was actually able to kind of tie in more because I work for the council. There was lots of information internally, but there was also lots externally. And I found that by not limiting to just what we're saying, then it kind of gave you more depth when you were writing about the actual essay. That's a really good point, Sinead, about structuring your assignment before you actually start writing. And you spend up you can spend a lot of time actually at the reading and the note taking and the structuring stage. And that's a lot of the groundwork already done so that you can start to see where the gaps are in your knowledge. And then as you said, using the recommended reading as maybe a starting point and using articles that are referenced within that and going away and looking for them and finding out okay what research did they do and then finding you might that leads to further further reading that you find yourself so excellent point about the reading and the structuring of it and in terms of approaching the structure what what advice specifically to this assignment would you give the students who are about to start working on it I think you would want to find someone within your organisation who can give you um, direction on what risk means to the company. Um, I think when you're going to be writing about your company, then risk means lots of different things to lots of different companies. Um, and the assumption for myself was that a council would be very risk averse, which quite clearly wasn't the case when I spoke to the risk manager for the council, uh, who was very... Um, she had lots to say on it so there will be people out there who can give you guidance on the points 
um, that are going to be relevant to writing. So if there are people who you can go to to speak to about this, then they will give you first-hand clear knowledge. So that's the starting point for your your understanding of how your business approaches risk. And then by using documents relevant, whether it's financial, whether it's just to do with performance, um, to do with the business, this will also tie into it because you can then give your opinion on what you think your, your company's doing. And that's what they'll ask you is, where do you see the risk line in your company? How do you think they manage it? And it's more about using the information that they provide and actually transferring it into your opinion because that's what's been asked of you uh, and how you think your company performs when it comes to risk. And on that point, Sinead, that's a good point about um, relating what your company does. And when you say bringing in your opinion, we would we would call that evidence based. So you've bit your you're and you're presenting an informed opinion based on what you've read and what your company does, and then you can evaluate, determine if it's good practice according to what the literature says should be happening in 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 terms of risk. And just finally, is there anything now as a rule of thumb based on feedback you've had from you've done quite a few assignments now that you really try not to do in your reading or your writing. Yeah, I think I now try not to kind of pad out my essays just to get the word count down uh, to, so that you actually get to the words. Um, sometimes it's it's a lot easier to be more clear and concise with your writing because when you then read it back, you understand what the academic writing is about, that it's not just about padding it out with big words, it's about making everything relevant and very clear and easy to read. Um, one of the other points is about referencing. Now it will be the, the biggest challenge at the beginning is getting your referencing right, especially because there are so many different sources. Um, and what I tend to do now is make sure any references that I've got that I take a note of, whether it's on another page from the essay or when I'm starting to write things down, that I make sure I don't lose them because once you lose them, there's so many different documents, it's very hard to find again. So you need to try and make get as much information on the, bit of the, the text that you're actually reading from so that you can then reuse it because I've lost quite a few good points that I then lost didn't actually realise uh, until I was trying to reference them. So um, what I also uh, don't do is just, I probably don't leave it to the last minute to do either. And I plan out throughout so that I'm not pressured and that I feel like I get more kind of, not. I wouldn't say enjoyment, but I then feel like I'm learning instead of trying to cram everything in within a short period of time just so that I get the essay away. Um, so I think if you can plan throughout the weeks that your your assignment runs uh, just to do a little bit at a time, uh, you'll find that it takes the pressure off you. That's a really good point, Sinead, about um, the, the cramming and instead of you feel like you're cramming instead of learning, um, that's a good way of putting it, actually, because most people say that, that if they leave it to the end, it's the pressure and then you've got that. You're you're just reading for the assignment rather than reading to try and exp expand and develop your knowledge and understanding about the topic as a whole. So that's a really 
important point to point out. And I think you're right about being economical with your words and not padding them out or padding out the yes. kind of padding out the assignment. Um, and because a lot of people think that they need to put in make it sound a bit more to make it sound more academic it's got to be a, sound a bit more complex and really what the reader just needs is clear concise logical flow and direction so you're right totally right with that and I think the students will really appreciate all the guidance you've given them so thanks very much for coming in and having a chat. No, you're very welcome thanks for inviting me along. You're very welcome thanks again. You've been listening to the Student Voice, Path, Voice Podcast and I will be joined with another student very soon.